Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Hello and welcome to the Glojo. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and today we're going to dive right into it. This is a soul bite. Soul bites are the mini solo episodes that I record. And typically these episodes are inspired by what's going on in my life and kind of what I'm working through or what's coming up for me or some of my big ahas. And I like to pass them on and share them with you with the intention and the hope that this is going to help you live a more fulfilling, aligned life. So with that being said, here we go. Let's riff. Let's dive in. Expectations. Let's start there first. I feel like life is full of expectations. Whether we realize it or not, there's a lot of subconscious expectations that we have. We put expectations on ourselves. If they're higher and we expect more of ourselves, naturally, we are going to expect more of other people. We can form expectations based on past experiences. If we always have a negative experience when we go eat at the same place or when we're around certain people or when we're working on a project, it's really easy then to create an expectation that, oh, if I do this, I'm going to experience this. And we expect that outcome based off of our personal bias from the past. There's the other side as well. If we've always had positive experiences with something or someone or doing something or going somewhere, naturally, we're going to have an expectation that next time we go there or see the person or visit or whatever it is, that that it's going to be a positive experience as well. Our past really does dictate a lot of the expectations that we have. Now, expectations can be formed off of things that we haven't ever done in the past as well. For example, have you ever gone to a movie and it was a movie that everybody raved about? It was the best thing ever. You have to see it. Oh, you would love it. I'm thinking of this one series right now. So many people told me, oh my God, you haven't watched it yet. You need to watch it. You would love it. And I watched it and I was like, huh, that was okay, but nothing to write home about. And why were all these people reaching out telling me I had to watch it? Like, do they think of me like that? Like what, you know, I kind of got in my head about it. Now, the funny thing is, is that I might've enjoyed that series a lot more than I did if I didn't have the extremely high expectations that I had for it because of all of the hype and people reaching out and telling me about it. And so you can see how our expectations can actually begin to form our experience and our reality. Now, the other thing that you might have noticed is that expectations often involve other people. We expect things from other people. We expect them to perform a certain way, to show up a certain way, to act a certain way, do the thing, blah, blah, blah. It's natural to have expectations of others. And I think that it's really natural to have 
expectations. I feel like I'm saying this word a lot. I almost need a replacement here. But it's natural for us to expect something given the scenario and circumstances. Now, let's say if you are going for a fancy dinner or you're going to a high-end boutique, it's natural to expect incredible service and really high-quality food or drinks or really high-quality clothing or that extra bit of care or that extra bit of attention than you would as, let's say, if you were to go eat at a fast food place, different expectations if you go to McDonald's. And then there's different expectations of people based on age, like a younger child. We have different expectations of a two-year-old than we do of a 20-year-old or of someone who, you know, is quite elderly and they're in the later part of their lives. Our expectations shift. And so I think that in a lot of ways, we are reasonable with our expectations when it comes to these outliers or these extremes. But I think that there's this other piece of us that forms expectations for very valid reasons, but it's easy to end up disappointed or let down when we form these expectations. Then there's the saying, lower your expectations, just lower your expectations and everything's going to be great. And you'll always be surprised. In theory, I get it. When you learn to expect less from someone or you don't put all of this weight on a certain experience, naturally, it's hard to be let down. But my problem with lowering our expectations is that we are also lowering our standards. And I don't think we should have to lower our personal standards or our desires or what we want to experience just so that we actually end up enjoying something or being happy with an outcome. And so this is where intentions come in. Remember, this is all about expectations versus intentions and intending. We've covered expectations. Now let's talk about intentions. Here's what I love about intentions. Intentions are something that we have immediate control of. Now, that being said, I know that we cannot control everything in life. There are always going to be things out of our control. But I do believe that by having a positive intention and by getting clear on what's important to us and what we want to experience and how we want to show up and how we want our communication to flow with other people, it really is going to add positively to different certain, to different certain to different situations, whether that's in your personal life or your professional life, or you're going out having fun, getting a service done, whatever it is. Intentions are where it's at. To me, setting an intention has the same magical effect that gratitude does. When we're grateful and when we have a gratitude journaling practice, naturally, we learn to look for more of the good in our life. And we're actually rewiring the neural pathways in our brain so that we are truly training ourselves to look for the good. It doesn't mean that bad things don't happen to us or that we don't have off days. It means where we learn to focus our energy has shifted. To me, this is what an intention is. When we set an intention, this is like setting a clear vision or having an idea of where we want to go or how we want to feel or what we want to experience. We don't need to have everything mapped out to a T in order to set an intention that's going to bring value and be of service in our life. Even just knowing how you want to feel is such a powerful experience to get clear on. 
let's say you're going out for dinner with a group of friends and there are high expectations on this new trendy restaurant that you're going to. While those expectations are there, you can start to shift some of your energy and attention away from that by setting intentions. Now, maybe the intention of the evening is to just savor every last morsel of food. If that's your intention, I really hope that the food is amazing. Likely, if you're going with a group of friends, there are other intentions there. There can be intentions to unwind and just relax and kick back a little bit after a long week of work. Or maybe there's the intention to get dressed up and feel fabulous. Or maybe there's the intention to connect and catch up with this friend that you haven't seen in ages. Maybe your intention is to have a ton of fun and laugh and just kind of be silly Whatever that is for you, it's going to be different in every situation. And I think that it's an important habit for us to practice. You know, I'm thinking of a recent situation that I experienced and I was like, damn, I had really high expectations. And in a lot of ways, I think rightfully so. It's a premium service and I've always had such an incredible experience in the past. And, you know, there's just a couple things that happened that left me thinking like, oh, I'm I'm actually not feeling so great about how this all played out. And I backtracked and I'm like, okay, well, how could I have showed up differently? And how could I have played a different role in this situation? Well, I could have communicated more clearly. I could have asked more questions and I could have not made assumptions. And me doing those things probably would have ended in me feeling a lot different about how things went down. This is why I am a huge advocate for intentions because if we're clear about what we want to experience, then we're actually, again, training all of our little receptors in our brain and we're starting to carve out the neural pathways for what we want to experience because we're focusing our energy on that. And so I also think that by setting intentions, we can actually learn to get more out of life. How often do we just do something because we were invited to do it or we do things on autopilot? If we actually stop and take the time to be like, huh, how do I want to feel today? How do I want to show up? How do I want to make other people feel today and set intentions at the beginning of our day? I think it is such a powerful way to move through life. And so here's your Glojo homework of the week. Set an intention at the beginning of your day, at least three times this week. Write it down on paper. I'm telling you something magical goes on when we write things on paper. And I'd love for you to focus on these intentions. Intend, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel calm and relaxed, cool like a cucumber? Do you want to feel like boss mode, focus and productive and checking things off that list? Do you want to feel fun and lighthearted? So get clear on how you want to feel and write that intention down. And then I want you to set an intention for how you want to show up. Now, depending on what you do, this is going to vary quite a bit. A few things that come to mind. You can intend to show up as a clear and confident leader. You can intend to show up as a creative inspiration for someone else. You can intend to show up as a supporting, loving friend or loved one for someone in need, but still have clear boundaries of your own and take care of yourself. 
I think you get what I'm saying here. And then throw in something else if you'd like, but definitely intend how do you want to feel and how do you want to show up and move throughout your day. Now, I also am going to challenge you for extra bonus points. Next time you're going out, whether it's for an appointment or for dinner or you're meeting a friend or friends to hang out, I want you to take a minute and set an intention before you get together or move forward with your plans. Intend. Again, how do you want to show up? How do you want to feel? What do you want to get out of the interactions? Because the more clear we are about what we want to experience in each situation, in each moment, the more likely we are of getting it. I hope this episode inspired you to be more clear about what you want to experience. If you loved it, please share it with your loved ones. Sharing is caring and it is absolutely free to send this to all of the people in your life, spam them. Well, maybe not spam them, but um, share it on Instagram. Tag me. I would love to hear from you. Did you have a big aha from this episode? What were your takeaways? And if you are not already on the weekly glow, head over to theglowjo.com. That's the and then G-L-O-W-J-O.com. Sign up, get on my newsletter. It is called The Weekly Glow And that's where I share episode updates along with other musings and tips and tricks for business and for life. So I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful week ahead.